There goes. Oh. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. I'm your boy Tactics. Yo, it's just Darcy. And this is Big Geek Kumar in the back seat where I don't belong. Wow, that just got walked <laughs> real fast. <laughs> yeah. But well, I'm also in the bitch seat too. So this is like a. Wow! <laughs> Bro, this guy got, got intense. Yo, so this is a nightly edition of the Geeky Bros Podcast. <laughs> a very special style. Yeah, yeah, very creeper-esque. <laughs> so, Umar, why are we here? <laughs> so, uh, we just finished watching Dune, the Denis Villeneuve version uh, from 2021. Uh, we did it mostly because like, we, we wanted to like, do it as bros, but also we wanted to see how these bros like the sci-fi. Now, the big question here for previous podcasts is that whether tactics like sci-fi or not, or... I should, guess we could say space sci-fi, and also we just needed to we just need to review this movie because this movie's awesome. It didn't matter if I watched it; he just like tapped me on the shoulder, and if he watched it, <laughs> I mean, we all got to review it. Fair. So, uh, yeah. So now that it's finally happened, and I finally get to ask the questions, bros, what do you think? Darcy, let's start with you first. Uh, I enjoyed the film. Um, I actually, I mean, I do like space uh, sci-fi stuff. Um, and, like, by the end, it got really good. It was it was a little bit, like, it was hard to follow in the beginning because, and I appreciate the fact that, like, they're not giving a ton of exposition. Like, they, you, you, most of the time when you have a book and, you know, all we got, it's big and it's, and it's got a lot of detail and you got to, like, explain it for everybody. And they didn't go down a path where it's like, once we start the exposition train, you know, it never stops. But at the same time, I, I felt like in the dialogue, I, like, needed a little bit more. Like, I, there was just a lot of, like, universe stuff and otherworldly council stuff that you never see anything of. And it's referenced, so it's not tangible. But at the same time, for everything I did see, I liked this, like, a, the universe felt Star Wars-esque, but not in a, not in a like, cartoony way or in a, like, it, like, it felt way more tangible star wars not game of thrones it, it, it is like game of thrones in in what's happening in the story okay but game of thrones doesn't have a intergalactic universe <laughs> and so the star wars vibe for me was just like uh there was a level sorry there's a person outside of this car right now it looks like he's gonna hit my car so <laughs> it's a little distraction this is i a, didn't even see the space right there i was yeah. like where are you backing up into bro yeah. <laughs> let me just bring in my rear view mirrors <laughs> like this person's a bad driver very okay. bad driver this yeah like an eight point turn yeah eight point reverse uh okay if if you hit a crash you know where it came from oh oh oh, oh, oh <laughs> shit yo he's hella close bro yo, okay you know okay we're gonna be good enough so <laughs> <laughs> now they're gonna look at us like what the fuck are they doing um but um yeah the star wars piece i don't know there's just something big in 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 the world that um that if that helped me feel like to understand the concepts that was happening the thing that really got me by the end of it though is um the tim timothy's character is getting all these premonitions but then like one of these big premonitions that he has um, where there's this character that he's like having these dialogue with, he ends up. Can I spoil stuff at this yeah, point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to kill the guy, and he never, he never gets this like future state where they're like buddies. And I like how it's like 
I feel like he's getting premonitions from a multiverse kind of idea where it's like he's getting he's pulling from all of these different places because he's supposed to be connected to space. So he's getting from this multiverse and he's getting these lessons and he's seeing himself die in situations and then he's able to avoid it. It's like he's I want to say it's like he's getting a bit of this multiverse like Marvel has, but he's learning it almost like Naruto with like shadow clones where it's like they're all getting different experience he's like pulling his his himself from other of the multiverse and he's able to then change the the course of time in what where he's living and that intrigued me by the end and we got and then at the end of the film I'm like all right I want to see a second film you know after the 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 slower difficult start which wasn't bad it's just very artistic and and not explaining itself by the end, I was like, "All right, I'm I'm really enjoying this. I want to see a second one." I, I, that's like my whole review there. I I, I, t- I talk a lot. Oh, oh, oh I don't. I want to ask. Like, so out of ten, how would you rate this? Ooh, good question. You know, I'm not usually a big fan of when it gets super artsy because it gets gets boring for me. But I actually appreciate the art in this film. Um, I'm gonna have to go with a seven, seven out of ten. Okay. It, it, it was it was overall. I enjoyed the film. The attack is <laughs> ready to go. Oh, man. I, I enjoyed it. The end got me hyped. Like, I wanted, I wanted to see more. I wasn't ready to put it down kind of a thing. Um, and there's just a lot of, like, really interesting things that it was building on. Um, you know, I feel like this is a kind of film, though, where, like, I'm going to see this one, and I'm not going to rewatch it. I'm going to wait for, uh, for more films, and then... Um, I'll probably only ever see this, uh, the whole series once, but I, I definitely want to see more of the, the series. And maybe maybe as it progresses, maybe it'll make me want to watch um, some things more, more in succession. But I don't know. I feel like a seven for me. Okay. T. <laughs> I want to watch whatever movie you watch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't share that sentiment at all. I, I do not like this movie. Um... I, you know, I, I got my popcorn. I was getting ready, you know. I, was, I went in with, like, like z- zero expectations because I had no idea what the movie was about, really. Um, this guy really didn't explain it at all. So I was kind of just going in blind, got my popcorn ready. I'm like, all right, you know, hang with the boys. You know, it's going to be a at least a decent film that I can just kick back and enjoy. Maybe there's going to be some pretty good fighting se- fight scenes or whatever. Eating my popcorn, waiting, waiting. <laughs> waiting for stuff to happen and it's just a whole bunch of you know dialogue that i have no idea for, for one i could certain scenes i couldn't even hear what they were saying <laughs> and then when i could hear they were speaking some jargon that i had no like i had no understanding of i felt like i walked in at like a like on like a a calculus class and i was like okay i'm in the wrong class i don't know what's going on right now and then um, there were moments where I was just like drifting off to sleep. As soon as I finished my popcorn, I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, okay." So, yeah, I mean, I. So the fighting didn't get you at all. No, not even. I wasn't even impressed with the fighting. <sighs> you know, I've 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 seen a lot better, and I was like, "What? I have seen a lot worse too." Yeah, but I've seen a lot. But like, I it's not even on the level of um, the Mandalorian. Like that's that's the kind of fighting I was expecting, and I didn't even get that. It just felt hmm. very incomplete for me. Interesting. I felt, I felt very I, I intimate. Felt, I felt off, off, opposite I, of that. Yeah, I, me too. I yeah, I was. I don't know. I, it didn't. 
it didn't grip me. Like, even like the last fight scene between um, Timothy J and uh, Jameis, you you you, I, that, you didn't feel that. No, no, it was subpar for me. I I, I would say that wow. like the 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 one thing. What was great about it? Like the the hand movements and also like how quick they were going and also like it wasn't like overtly dramatic. But I wanted it to be overtly <laughs> dramatic. <Yeah. laughs> that, yeah. that was my issue. This guy needed Fast Nine in space. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just like what? Okay, what would you compare it to in terms of fight scenes? Like all the fight scenes, because like, uh, like, hold on, hold on. What about the Duncan, like, uh, like Aquaman, like when he was, uh, when he was taking on the Sardaukar? It's all right, but again, I've seen better. So I had like two thoughts on the fighting. Like one, I liked the hand combat, the style, the what they choreographed. I thought that was actually smart, and it was it was a bit different. I will say that there's like, it's it's well shot, and most of the time they do give a lot of room for the actual fighting, but they do have a bit of editing cuts that I feel like Agreed. that like sometimes would take it out a little bit um you know take you out of the moment a little bit one thing i really liked though was this shield that they had yeah because it made a very strong visual for like it was it's this like blue covering shield that like when you try to hit somebody it's like like vibrating and protecting them from you getting the force all the way through and when you got into a danger zone and you were about to kill you know land a killing blow it would go red and like that was just really smart from a like a visual effects like choreo kind of perspective because it's like it made it very clear to the audience like certain uh like a lot of information um while at the same time being an actual visual effect that's just like cool to look at i liked it um uh, i like the style of it sometimes you know the, the 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 cuts might be a little bit but overall i had no problem with it okay so i had a lot of problems with it so you you did not like the the, the shield fight so scene. i i liked I liked it when it was first introduced when um, it was between, um, oh, what's his name? Josh Brolin. He's Josh Brolin, thank you. And, yeah, um, yeah, when when they um, training. were training for the, can I finish? <laughs> 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 yeah, you think he's like, this man's a madman? Ventrilo over here? Yeah, where's that one hand? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like when they started fighting, I really enjoyed that. But then after it kind of just, went downhill for me in terms of the fight choreography and i agree like i think it was the cuts for me that kind of took me out of the the moment like they were just so quick and i just like like i wish that they would just hang on the shots a little bit more so you get a full scope of the fighting but yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't choppy in the sense of like certain movies where they do like the jump cuts it wasn't like that but it just like i feel i felt like certain angles could have been better in terms of us seeing a fully fleshed mm -hmm. out fight um, yeah, so for me, it kind of, it kind of took it away, it took away the element of the fight for me, so. You know, you know what it is, is like, good fight choreography is supposed to tell a story, and mm. if you don't shoot the right angle, you can pull them out of the story, and if you edit too much, you can pull them out of the story, and yeah. so, like, for instance, a training, uh, sequence had a really good story, mm. because it's, you know, it's, it's, the kid's not taking it seriously, and he's got to, like, really prove a point that, like, you know, things are about to get very real and yeah. very very bad very quickly mm -hmm. and then um you know other times that they they, they emphasize the coolness factors mm -hmm. or like they're just emphasizing things that didn't quite fully tell the story like for instance like uh aquaman duncan's uh, stuff it was really good but they could have 
there's a little bit there that like they could have hung on a little bit more made you know pulled out his his final death a little bit more like he just yeah. kind of fell at yeah the everything end was so of, anticlimactic it was like yeah i wanted a little bit more so there was nothing about the movie that you enjoyed no it, like it had moments like i i i really enjoyed the the villain and i was kind of concerned because i was like yo if they if they kill this guy off like because when they kill like when they supposedly killed him i was like oh man okay i'm all the way checked out of this movie now. <laughs> like, there's no way you're gonna get me to watch a second a sequel. Um, but he, he's he's all he's good. He's you know in his Yo, little that, that villain, his little bath. You know, just chilling. So that the little bath, a bath full of like black <laughs> liquid goo. Yeah. That villain is disgusting. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Oh, I can tell it's gonna get dis more <laughs> yeah, yeah like it's just like his body how how much he he's the epitome of like greed power like like gluttony, gluttony. yeah that's what i was trying to think of right there like you know seven deadly sins is like built into this one human just like the stuff in his back how he floats and he's like this giant freaking thing and like for a while it was like does he have a ridiculously long legs and he's walking and like that it's just like that's his species or is it like he's floating and I'm like he's probably just floating <laughs> yeah and then it turns out he was floating but like yeah oh my god i did want more though like i like i think he's a solid villain and i do want to see more of him but i felt like from what they gave us mm. i felt like certain scenes could have been more grotesque like him eating like like the gluttonous aspect of it i felt like they could have like pushed the envelope a little bit more with that and then when he killed that guy like he did it off camera so it was kind of like like i actually wanted to see yeah see that you know what i mean show me the stuff don't make it implied i got a question for you because i get i feel like some of that stuff you say like they showed off scene uh the gluttonous aspect how much this is like an artsy film it's two and a half hours i kind of feel like this was shot at like a three three fifteen kind of movie and edited down maybe some of it mm. to make it a little bit more like pg because mm -hmm. um, maybe some of that stuff i feel like could have been a little like they they, they could have the way some of the cuts were like there could have been more that yeah. was left out just to like you know make sure it was more commercial focused right. like yeah. a, like you know that's what I... that success and i'm wondering if we get like you know an, a director's cut mm. version if it would flush it out a little bit more for you because it would let certain things hang a possibly little long, longer. yeah yeah well, what do you guys think of the worms or like the Fremen? Oh my god, those things are awesome. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> Again, I wanted more though. I'm like, yeah. everything just seems so implied. Like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, uh, okay. So, uh, two more questions. One, would you see the sequel? I gotta see a trailer, man. Fair I, enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. And no more pressure. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, let me put it this way I know the story. So I know that the second part of the story, you, you guys, well, you're especially going to vibe with more because it's uh, like, it's all action coming forward. Like it's like the time for the war sort of thing. Uh, and the second uh, question I wanted to ask you is what would you rate this out of 10? Oh. I know this is going to hurt me, but I need to ask. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm going to say a four. What? Yeah. <laughs> Ready. Oh, I wasn't ready for that. I expected a five, maybe a six. So, ooh, so, 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 so I got the better end of it. Okay, so officially we know that Jackson is <laughs> yeah, not really not my, not my shit, space man. Sci-fi guys. It's not my like I was hope because I was hoping because you were like you you compared it to Eternals in terms of not so much storyline but in terms of like how I was going to respond to it. So mm -hmm. I was waiting for that because like with Eternals and I don't want to spoil it for Darcy. 
but um, it was exactly how you said it. It was like in the beginning, I was like, ah, I'm not feeling it, and then in the it gets to the middle, I'm like, oh okay, and then at the end, I'm like, I I don't know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but then I ended up like I ended up enjoying it. So I thought it was gonna be like this because in the beginning, I was like, mm, not feeling it, and then in the middle. Not feeling it, <laughs> and the end. I'm like, oh, okay, and then it ended, and I was like, okay, and now I don't. And now I really don't know how I feel, but I'm like, yeah, this is a four for me. Oh, uh, see, I, I thought the middle part, like once the like once they started like getting exterminated, I thought that's when you'd like perk up, like mm -hmm. when they when they start getting attacked. Mm. But even then, I, but even that, I was kind of like. I don't know, man. It was just kind of like, it just happened. And I was like, I'm not even caught off guard. Like, I just like, y'all yeah, yeah. should have been ready for this. The, the thing was that they, they were preparing for this. It's just that uh, there were two big mistakes they made. One, they mm -hmm. thought they had more time. And two, they knew that the emperor was going to like let it happen. He, they didn't know that he was actually going to help make it happen. Yeah, it wasn't clear to me that he helped make it happen, other than the implied factors of like, well, when it happened, I'm like, yeah, of course he let it happen. Mm -hmm. no, no, like, it happen but, but, but the starter card, like the ones dressed in white with like the blood, that's his army. Yeah, I had no idea about that. Oh, okay. But I, I don't even know who the emperor is. I haven't shown anything about it. Like, I was intrigued through the first, like, say, like, first two <clears> acts <throat> of the film. And I was intrigued by in trying to just pick up on the information. The third act is really what got me. Yeah. But, like, I will say that, like, you know, the issues of like, the first two acts, you know, like, I feel what Tactics is saying. I just feel like the only difference is, is like... I was still yet like intrigued by a lot of it, and, I, and again, I, I reference this back to Star Wars. I over time, because of like Clone Wars and stuff like that, I've just spent more time like learning about the larger universe of Star Wars. And I'm, by all means, I'm like a five percent expert at this point. You know, like I don't know nothing, but <laughs> but the, that intrigue going into this is like okay i don't understand all of this stuff but i'm intrigued by it and then i hear the politics i'm like well that feels familiar you know all yeah. these big worlds that feels familiar the big worms that feels familiar like mandalorian had a big worm yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, like so so there's a lot of things that i'm like like i could i kind of was like maybe using my frame of reference of understanding star wars and like kind of like putting this thing into like different places in my brain so i'm like okay i kind of i'm kind of piecing this together who the fuck is this emperor is he like palpatine is he not like palpatine <laughs> like you know like this is just kind of what's going by, through my head i would say actually like the baron is more like palpatine and like the emperor is just kind of like a like jealous bitch oh uh, now i'm trying to think of who that is in star wars all right so, like, <laughs> uh, just so now that like i can give my opinion like i this is like an 8.5 for me which is so so it's like 8.5, 7, 4. <laughs> uh, I, I found this, to, like, I've read the source material. I've been a big fan of it since, like, Jesus, for the last, like, 20 years. Um, this is a really good adaption. There are some problems I had with it. Like, for example, Lady Jessica, the mom, she's, like, way too weepy. She's, like, crying all the fucking time. I'm like, this girl's supposed to be, like, completely in control of her body and her emotions, and, like, she's crying all over the fucking time. That actress is sketchy in every single movie she's in. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. They she they captured her sketchiness, which is, I liked. I'm glad that they got, she was able to get that, but, like, I expected her to be a little bit more, like, forceful. Mm. Uh, also, her enunciation of, like, the biggest quotable line of Dune, it's like, I must not fear, fear is the mind killer. 
I will face my fear and I will let it pass over me and through me. Like, she, like, whispered and mumbled that shit. I'm like, guys, this is the line. Everyone knows this line. You I didn't even hear that in the movie. Yeah, see? <laughs> and, like, I, if I didn't know what the line was, I wouldn't have been able to catch it because I'm like, what's she saying? And so, like, I, her enunciation needed to be better. Uh, Paul, like, sorry, Timothy Chalamet did, like, he's great Paul. Oscar Isaacs killed it as uh, Duke Leto. I actually felt bad for him. And, like, you could see that this guy was, like, trying to make this work, and it failed him. Uh, I didn't anticipate me liking um, Josh Brolin as much as Gurney Halleck, but he, like, he sold it on me. Because uh, Gurney is supposed to be a guy who is, like, he's quotable, he's, like, a poet, he's, like, a warrior poet. And also he was enslaved by the Harkonnen and was freed by Duke Leto as, like, uh. as young. So, like, that's why he's, like, they're brutal. He knows it. Like, he has a scar on his face from them. And then we got, like, I would actually say that um, Jason Momoa not only did a good Duncan, he actually exceeded the source material because mm. Duncan kind of just, like, shows up. He kind of, like, is, like, supposed to be this, like, legendary warrior, and then he, like, dies. It was never supposed to be anything beyond that. Jason Momoa was like, yo, I'm a, like, I'm a, I'm a guy who everyone knows I can, I can handle my shit, but also I'm friends with Paul. And I'm going to go down fighting. And he took out, like, 20 Sardaukar. And they're supposed to be the most powerful force in the galaxy. Yeah. He, I mean, he, I can see how he excelled at it because he's, he has that big buddy kind of vibe yeah. all the time. So he just brought that to the role. Yeah. yeah. I will say that, like, in terms of action, I was really happy with all the action. Except for showing the disparities between, like, each of the forces. Like, they, they did a good job of showing which, like, uh, forces were which. But with the Sardaukar... They're supposed to be like the Atreides' ar like, army is supposed to be equal in capabilities as the Sardaukar. The only problem is the Sardaukar vast—they're like ten to one, like they outnumber them ten to one. And with the Harkonnen, they're just supposed to be like—they're supposed to be twice as many as uh, Harkonnen versus Atreides. But like the Atreides are so well trained, those like those numbers mean nothing to them. So like when we had the fight on the stairs. You see the Atreides holding the line and like just like taking out wave after wave of the Harkonnen. But then the Sardaukar like sneak up behind them and kill them. I'm like, yo, that's not how they should have shown that. They should have shown the fact that like everyone backed away. They turned around, did the same thing to the Sardaukar and the Sardaukar fucked them up. Mm. But like, so like those are like my small gripes. Uh, I loved the fact that they changed uh, uh, Dr. Kynes from a man to a woman. That was awesome. And she did a great job being uh, Liette. I found Stilgar to be great. Uh, like Javier Bardem killed it. I love the actor for Jameis. I just I, I'm sad that like he, they chose that actor for Jameis because like Jameis dies really quickly in the story. Um, but the actor is the guy from the Defenders. He was the one who was like uh, like they had captured uh, from like the hand. He was like one of the fingers of the hand, and he was like you're like the dumbest Iron Fist I've ever met. He was the one that had tied up in like the the thing. You guys remember? No, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, anyway, so, uh, and, like, uh, Zendaya didn't get a lot of time, aside from being in dreams, most of it, so, like, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing... Which how is how she normally is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, I'm looking forward to seeing what she has going on for the next movie, because now that the, the next movie's been greenlit, the next movie is like, all warfare. Like, you know the dream where he's, like, uh, in that gold armor and, like, is fighting everybody? Yo, that, I was, I wanted that. That that's, seemed that's, sick. I was like, That's okay. the entirety of the next movie. Are, I'm like, are we getting that yes. anytime soon? Nope. Well, we're, no, <laughs> next, next movie we are. Yeah. 
you know, when you just talked about the, the whole thing, but the started car on the stairs and stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, that like, I feel like if they had emphasized that kind of stuff, yes. it would have made, made that battle a lot better. And I do agree with tactics. It's, it's like, it just kind of happened and they didn't really, it's like they were preparing for it, but it was implied. Like, like they were talking about like, oh, you know, a bunch of things, but they just, it just kind of felt like it was moving and they weren't yes. really explaining themselves. I just gotta say, like, I don't know. I feel like I just ended up liking it more, not because that, like, I that that were issues. There. I just like there's something I just enjoyed, but it but there was there are a lot of problems in the early part of the film. Yeah, like I, I'll say that uh, my last uh, complaint is, uh, is that they didn't do a really good job of explaining some of the finer parts of stuff. Like, for example, the spice. Actually, let me ask you guys right now: What do you guys think is the importance of the spice? They said that it was good on chicken. <laughs> they said for for the people that was there, it was like uh, a thing that helped them like live. But the in space, it was for like interstellar travel. And they had this like giant like cylindrical tube thing yeah. that when I looked at it, I realized it was instead of it being like you know where Star Trek and Star Wars have like you know some kind of like engine, uh, yeah, engine that, that boosts you through space. This was like literally like a window or like a black hole inside of like uh like uh this thing and you this giant like portal basically and you'd fly into it and then you just come out the other side and you'd be in another part of the galaxy so it seemed like the spice was what they had to mine so that they could actually do these types of things and fuel their ships and stuff like that did you get that like when I, you're watching <clears throat> i understood like 37 percent of that okay so my problem is That's like a very specific percentage <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah, it's more than a third. Anyway, um, so f for me, like, uh, like the spice is not only supposed to like help with interstellar, like essentially that's interstellar travel for them. It also it changes people's perspe perspectives and also abilities as well. Like you know the guy whose eyes went backwards when he was like calculating stuff. Yeah, they kind of need that too to be the way they are because like computers are they don't do have computers at all because they had to wipe out an AI. And the AI nearly wiped them out, like destroyed all of humanity. So they they swore never to make computers again. So guys like those with uh with like the the thing on their lip, they're like human computers. Like they calculate to that level, and they use the spice to help them do that. Oh shit. Uh, the Benny Jesuit, like the sisterhood, they're able to like control every like muscle in their body, and also that like the mothers have as much power to like choose the gender of their children. Mm, okay. And yeah. that's all from the spice, also. I picked up on that, and that's why I leaned over, and I was like, I'm, like, I'm confirming here. I asked him, like, in the middle of the movie, I'm like, she can choose the gender of her child? Yeah, because I remember <laughs> she was like, yeah, you were supposed to you were supposed to give birth to a daughter or something like that. And yeah. You had, and you had a son. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, like, woman to woman. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, you don't shame each other for the for the gender that comes out comes out the womb. So, clearly, she, they have some kind of control over this. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, what did you guys think of the voice? The, the what? The voice, like when they would be able to control people. Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I definitely need to ask this. What did you guys think of the scene with the box? Actually, T, T let me ask you that one first. The one where she was like, put your hand in the box. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, so it had me there. Like, I was kind of interested in that. I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. And then, yeah, it lost me again. Okay. Yeah. T, uh, Darcy? Um, yeah, I thought it was cool. Um, like, I liked how it was like he, he was, he went from pain to leaning into it. 
Yeah. And there's like the will of it and the, and also the like it's like he almost enjoyed it to some degree in a weird way. Like I don't know, it's like almost like he was taunting her or something. I don't I don't know how to say this cuz like I've had situations in my life where like you have to like lean into pain and when you lean into it, it's not that you actually enjoy it like not a sadist, but it's like yeah, it's like taunting her and it's like daring her to like do more. Yeah, and and you have to almost enjoy it in the moment to make it become not painful to and you're it's almost like you're, you're enjoying the winning it's an it's an actual condition i forgot what it's called but they do it all the time in um in eastern cultures where they they do standing meditation but they have their arms up like this and you hold this position for like an hour and at first you use the other arm and no one can see that <laughs> so you go like this and you basically hold your arm out i forget what the condi- the condition is but you eventually your body goes through a process of like trem- uh tremoring and it's like a stress response to the the pain or the sensation of, of pain that you feel from holding your arms up um and you go from that sensation of tremor like the tremor to a like a state of bliss where your mind kind of like goes into another state almost like a flow state and you kind of like you start to feel uh, like a, a really good or euphoric uh sensation afterwards right so i i, I felt like that's what he was kind of channeling when yeah he, when he when he did that to kind of help um to distract his mind from the pain that he was feeling but like what was the purpose of so like the whole thing is like so uh you did you guys understand about the quizat hadrak Okay, so uh, <laughs> that was awesome. I'm glad we got that on track. So the mom was supposed to have daughters only. And the daughters are, like, by this point, you're supposed to know in the books, like, the daughter of uh, Duke Leto was to be married to the Harkonnen heir so that they could have a child who would be a male, and that male would be the Kwisatz Haderach, which is the chosen one who not only does he have perfect memory of everything in his genealogy that has ever happened and since they had been like specifically doing um breeding programs for thousands of years uh moving from one family to another getting other types of bloodlines once the Kwisatz Hadrak come he basically have all knowledge of all of human existence and also then be able to see the future as well so that he would have all previous and uh, uh, post knowledge and for them to be able to course correct all of humanity. Mm. And that's what the test was to see if he was someone who was chosen. And that's why she was talking about like, if you were an animal with these abilities, you inherit too much power. So that's why she tested him. She actually went there to kill him. Her plan was to actually kill him. She was surprised that he survived and she actually let him go for a long time. He, he endured more pain than any human child has ever experienced. And so, is it psychological pain that he's that he feels when he puts his hand in the box? No, he... they actually implant like they're just like little bits that go into his fa- into his uh, like his nerve endings. Yeah, and it just like makes him feel like his hand is being burned alive. Oh, it's, is that why he had the visions of the? Yeah. Of, oh, okay. But also, she awakens. She realized she awakened something when because uh, not only was he he was seeing visions, but also seeing uh, like seeing burning, and that's why she asked him. Like, do you, um, do you always see things? Like, do they play out exactly how you, as you see them? And he was like, not, not exactly. So she's like, it's too early for him. Mm. Is it? Would we mean by too early? Like when he gets closer to the end of his life, he will see things exactly clearly. 
Uh, no, uh, it, more in the sense of like he hasn't been able to because uh, uh, I really like what you were saying. He was seeing probabilities, uh, not not different universes, but just probabilities. When he's ready, he will be able to. What's going on right here? Someone trying to find their car, and they beeping it, or they trying to find the person who left <clears throat> them in the car. Either one. Yeah. I don't see anyone in the car, but anyway, so like uh, when he's ready, he will be able to see like the true path of the future. Maybe they're sitting on their keys in the theater. I, I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> this thing is going beep, 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 like nonstop. But yeah, so, um, yeah, so, um, all right, T, all right. Well, I, I, I do know that you will actually enjoy the second one if you like the bits of parts that you did. I don't know. If is she blinking her, is she, is she? putting the horn on and she's right beside the car <laughs> like i don't know anyway uh so yeah I, I i think you'll like the second one better if i hope so man i can't do another two and a half hours of that shit man <laughs> but it yo it was better than like okay would you say it was better than fast nine <laughs> i knew that was gonna be the comparison that's an interesting comparison man oh seriously that is hard that is hard because Fast Nine is a terrible movie, but it had a lot of like it enjoyable bits in it. A lot of family. A lot of family, man. That movie had heart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Shakespeare of our time. Wow. But uh, that that is a good comparison. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say, man. Fast Nine's like elementary school Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, oh, this is the guy who owns the car. They were driving around in another car in the parking lot, and he was beeping it, trying to find his car. All right, cool. How do you not know he parked his car? Yeah, how do you not? How do you lose? It's not that. It's not that big of a parking lot. Yeah, car. it's like we're we're parked. We're parked. <laughs> Right down the center <laughs> in the front of the theater. Like, it's not like we're off the side, somewhere like in the corner parking lot. It's literally, you walk out straight <laughs> forward and go six parking spots from the entrance. And this guy's like, let me just click this button 35 times not to try that. to find the car. Not even that. He's like, yo, someone drive me around <laughs> so, <laughs> so I can blink this shit and, find, and like, we can find it. Like, he was going through the aisles like, he's trying to find his car. Where is my car? In front and center. I don't know where that is. Like, how did you forget that? <laughs> yo, uh, like, is this guy safe to drive home? Yeah. <laughs> where is my house? Just drives into people's, like, things, like, knocks on the door. Oh, I don't live here. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So I, I think we have definitively proven the tactics is fine with sci-fi in worldly settings or, or, or AKA a world setting. But the moment you get off world and throw in politics and different style of shield fights, we lose them. Yeah. I don't even like politics in real life. Fair. Let alone movies. So it's, be so it's better in movies than in real life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. yeah. But so n no to the politics. You were not feeling the whole emperor still stick. Nah, nah. I I checked out. I didn't even know what was going on. Like what was, like, I didn't know what what the war was about. I was just kind of like waiting for like shit to happen, and nothing happened until yeah, like, the they, very end. They definitely, they they kept referencing this higher thing and never showed anything of it, and they didn't even give exposition about it. Like it's like it's bad enough when you give a lot of exposition and never show something. Yeah. It's also bad when you 
Don't mm. give exposition and don't show it. But you reference it. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's that's another thing. It was like I felt like I like at least with Star Wars, like um, especially like the the prequels, like the one through three. Yeah. Like a lot of exposition, <laughs> right? I appreciated it because at least I had an understanding of, of what was going on, even though they're terrible films. With this, it was kind of like I was waiting for that, and it was just kind of like they uh, they assume that I know what the fuck is going yeah. on, and then they just kind of gloss over. It's very much geared for like you read the books before yeah. you came here, yeah. right? Yeah, I and, will agree with that. And yeah. and and it's and it's like I, I appreciate that in the perspective of okay, like they are expecting that the like hundred percent of everyone watching this film has has read the books, and that's their audience, and and they have a lot of people read the books. But you also made it so visually damn cool that other people going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you're going to make it that damn visually cool, you like, might want to explain a little bit. I felt bit. like I should have sat beside you because there are times when I was going to turn to Darcy. I'm like, he probably just said no. <laughs> 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 this motherfucker didn't read it. <laughs> if he started this, this would have been, been the film. Yo, Darcy, what's <laughs> yeah. Yo, Omar. Yeah. Yo, Tiny. It's like, it's like back and forth. Oh, man. Oh, man. I actually kind of wish I'd sat in the middle now. Shut up, bro. That was awesome. Yeah, then this would have been Umar's whole experience. <laughs> like, okay. man, got come out the movie with whiplash. See, <laughs> let me let me ask you this: without giving spoilers, because Darcy hasn't seen it, why did you enjoy Eternals more than this? Because they actually explain shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm following. I don't know the entire lore of these characters, but I, like, I I get what's going on. I get what. The Celestials are trying to do and that whole thing and what the villain's motive was. I'm like, okay, I'm following, right? And it had me. Like at first, like I said, like at first it was, it's like a, it was like a roller coaster, and then eventually it kind of was just like, all right, yeah, I, so I enjoy for, that. So the first 45 minutes of both films, you you were checked out. Well, oh, because I, I had no idea what I I, I I had no reference for these characters. I had no context. I didn't know who they were. Um, so I was going in blind, watching the movie, and I'm like, oh, okay, like this is this is totally not like the Avengers, right? And then, <laughs> <laughs> like, because that's what I was going in there, like, because they they set it up, they reference the Avengers and stuff, but nah, it wasn't like that at all. So I was like, okay, I'm not gonna like this movie. What the fuck is Umar talking about? And then I was like, oh no, okay, I guess he's right. I'm, it's up and down for me. Mm. This was just kind of like it starts off like. It's like a roller coaster that goes up, and then it's just like, oh, technical difficulty. We're going to take you right back now. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Technical difficulty. So, yeah. So, I was like, okay. Um, All right. All right. Well, uh, unless you guys have any final thoughts. Nah, my battery's dead. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, T, you want to end us off? Uh, yeah, this has been another edition of a Geeky Bros podcast, uh, the car edition. <laughs> <laughs> the slightly Halloween edition, which yeah. is just Darcy here. <laughs> and this is Backseat Umar. Take care. Backseat Umar. Oh, <laughs> that's that's just, that's same bang, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong, bro. I thought on a moment, I'm like, might as well just say it and see what you guys react to. <laughs> not well, apparently. No, not well at all. <laughs>